This is episode 53 of The Wrap, a weekly show where I bring you up to speed on movie news and the fun things that happened in the past week. Today is Friday, October 25th, 2013, and I'm your host, TJ. Well, Gravity sure has proved that it has a little bit of staying power at the box office. It was number one again for the third weekend in a row, its third weekend out. On a budget of $100 million, it brought in $30 million over the weekend. That brings it up to $169.5 million domestically, $114.2 million foreign, for a grand total worldwide of $283.7 million worldwide. I am not surprised or upset by this. Uh, this is quite the runaway success, and it was a great film, and well-deserved. And certainly, after we've had so many uh, lackluster films in the box office over the summer, it's uh, quite a relief. So that was number one at the box office this past weekend. Number two was Captain Phillips. On a budget of $55 million, it brought in $16.4 million over the weekend. It's up to $52.4 million domestically and $9.1 million in foreign money, bringing it up to $61.5 million worldwide. Weekend number two for Captain Phillips. And in some ways, I'm, I'm, uh, I wish it didn't have to go up against Gravity because it's a good film in its own way, even though Gravity, I would say... Uh, is slightly better, completely different genre, so sort of like apples and oranges, I suppose, too, but too bad it has to compete against gravity. Number three was Carrie on a budget of $30 million. Its first weekend, it brought in $16.1 million over the weekend. It doesn't look like my sort of film. Chad Hopkins, my co-host on the Movie Bite podcast, did see the film, and he liked it, so uh, for whatever it's worth, uh, there you go. Number four was Escape Plan, uh, it is up to uh, $24 million worldwide, and its budget is not available. Uh, I, I may be uh, kind of crazy, but I kind of want to see this film, and I will see this film. I'm going to see it this weekend, since uh, I don't want to see the only other new offering that might be any good. Uh, so that's Escape Plan number four. Number five was Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and it's fourth weekend. It's up to $123.8 million worldwide. I just don't understand this, but, you know, some of you all like it, I suppose, so you all are entitled to that opinion. Number six was Prisoners on a budget of $46 million. It's up to $91.5 million worldwide weekend number five. Not too bad and a decent film. Number seven, Enough Said. I don't know anything about this film except that it stars James Gandolfini, uh, and it was one of the last films that he was in before he passed away. I'm sure that has something to do with this film's success so far. It's uh, it's in its fifth weekend technically, but this is its first wide weekend. Uh, this is, and it's up to 1.7 million. Uh, so that was number seven. Number eight was the Fifth Estate. Uh, we can pretty much call this a box office disaster on a budget of 28 million. It is only up to 3.3 million worldwide for its first weekend, and that is not good on a budget of 28 million. Nobody went out and saw this film. On the one hand, I'm a little disappointed because nobody went out and saw this film because apparently they're not interested in the subject, not because they knew it was a bad film, because no one had seen it yet. Uh, but on the other hand, I am frustrated because it's not a great film, even though I want people to be interested in the subject matter. Uh, and I feel like the acting was good in the film. Of course, Benedict Cumberbatch and Daniel Bruhl both did an excellent job, but the script and the directing were awful. And they tried to force it into a thriller genre, and it's really not a thriller. So uh, that's I don't even expect to see this on the chart this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, it's not a great film. Robin Williams is in talks for Night at the Museum 3. Uh, Night at the Museum 3 will put Ben Stiller back in the lead role as security guard Larry Daly. 
under the direction of Sean Levy. Now Robin Williams is in talks to reprise his role, too, as the wax dummy of President Ted- Teddy Roosevelt, who is that is among the objects that come to life at the, in the museum at night. The bigger news to me is that Night at the Museum 3 is happening. The two preceding films, in my opinion, were fine films, and so I'm interested to see what they're going to be doing here. Paul Greengrass responded to claims of uh, Captain Phillips uh, and the fact that the idea that Captain Phillips was uh, an inaccurate portrayal of what happened, that Captain Phillips himself was not a good man, and he responded very well. I'll link to this in the show notes and let you read it, but uh, I will just read a passage here. In particular, I am confident that Captain Phillips did not take an irresponsible route along the coast of Somalia and ignore a specific warning as alleged in the press. The route he took was similar to that taken by many ships of many nationalities at th- at that time and since. The problem of piracy is that some of the the problem of piracy at that time was that pirate bands had begun using motherships, which enabled them to strike at ships throughout the Indian Ocean up to 800 miles plus out to sea, if not further. The film clearly the film shows clearly Captain Phillips receiving warnings about pirate attacks, putting into place security measures on board ship. The film also shows a vigorous debate with some crew members of the crew who wanted the ship to wanted the ship to deviate from its route in order to prevent attack. And I show Captain Phillips as I believe occurred, arguing that there was no point deviating the route because pirate bands with motherships could attack them wherever they went. So that's part of Paul Greengrass's response. It's all very good, and I uh, I highly recommend it. You should go read it, and that will be in the show note. Natalie Abrams over at TV Guide has uh, theories about Agent Coulson on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And warning, this could contain potential spoilers for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You've been warned. It's the big mystery of the fall TV season. How is Agent Coulson actually alive? Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has yet to answer the question on how the team's fearless leader, Agent Coulson, Clark Gregg, is still kicking after being stabbed in the chest by Loki in The Avengers. But Tuesday's episode did offer up another clue that could point us in the right direction. Let's first take a look at the clues we've already been given. In the pilot, Agent Coulson lives. Coulson believes that he died very briefly, but then was revived and went on to uh, went on holiday in Tahiti to heal. Later, Agent Maria Hill, played by Kobe Smulders, ominously says that Coulson can never know the truth about his death, possibly giving credence to our theory that Coulson is a life model decoy. Dr. Stryton, played by Ron Glass, also notes that he would be happy to keep Coulson from going into the field. I don't know exactly what Natalie means here by life model decoy, but I definitely have have been theorizing myself about what's going on. Uh, I've been talking with my wife about it. Here's my theory. I think that Agent Coulson is a clone of the original, and if that's what she means by life model decoy, then we're on the same page. Uh, that's what I've theorized on the ever since the end of episode of the pilot episode, and my wife agrees with me. They've gone on to portray his lack of muscle memory at times and different little hints that could indicate uh, what's going on there. So uh, that's my theory, and we'll see what happens. We'll see how things play out. I'm I'm very much enjoying Agents of Shield. So. Ben Kingsley is set to return to Marvel for an undisclosed project, according to Rob Keyes over at Screen Rant. Advertised and disguised as the Mandarin, Kingsley's character is revealed in Iron Man 3 to be no more than a drug-addicted actor named Trevor Slattery, who is used as, as a decoy used as a decoy in Iron Man 3, a fictional uh, tourist of sorts to take the blame and news headlines for a series of attacks and events orchestrated by the true antagonist of Iron Man 3, Guy Pierce's Aldrich Killian. By the end of the film, Killian is seemingly killed, while Slattery lives on, seemingly in custody. 
Speaking with the Belfast Telegraph, Kingsley confirmed that he's returning to Marvel for an undisclosed project, one where he gets to work again with the Iron Man 3 crew. Ah, so that's interesting. And I had a thought, speaking of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Ben Kingsley and Marvel, what if he appeared in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? That would be fun. Uh, Anyway, that's just a thought. That's probably not what's going on here, and especially since he's working with the crew of Iron Man 3. City of Ashes, uh, that's uh, a sequel to City of Bones, uh, is slated to start production in 2014, you know, because of reasons. Uh, It's interesting because uh, the film... uh, Mortal Instrument City of Bones just didn't do well at all, and it was not a good film. Um, let's see. So, it seems your letters and petitions have paid off as Constantin has revealed that City of Ashes will go into production in 2014. The fan response from the blogosphere and the thousands of mails we have received has encouraged us to keep going ahead of the company's film and t- uh, TV. Martin Machwitz had told THR before adding to Zinger. It's been overwhelmingly positive in contrast to some other young adult titles, but that doesn't mean that he's completely blind to the fact that Bones failed to find a wide audience. And by my letters, when 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 this article by Kevin Jagernoth over the playlist uses my letters, he's not referring to me because I certainly wrote no letters trying to get more of this wretched franchise made. But that's the news of it. And if you were interested, City of Ashes will start production in 2014. Michael Arndt has departed Star Wars 7. Uh, according to Edward Davis over the playlist, celebrated Pixar scribe Michael Arndt, who penned Toy Story 3, Brave, and Little Miss Sunshine, uh, who is known for a per- persuasive screenwriting talk he made about the storytelling power of Star Wars series, is no longer writing the screenplay. According to breaking news by StarWars.com, Arndt has been re- replaced by Lawrence Kasten and J.J. Abrams himself. Kasten, who wrote The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, of course, was hired to help out with ideas of Episode 7 and also penned some of the Star Wars spinoff films along with X-Men scribe Simon Kinberg. I don't like shakeups this late in the process, especially since Arndt has been well-rumored for a while to be a part of this and since he's done a good job in terms of Toy Story 3 and the like, and so it makes one wonder what's going on over there. We'll see. That's uh, We'll find out more as this story develops, I'm sure. Before I sign off, let's talk about what you might like to see this weekend. We only have one new film that I'm going to mention, at least, this weekend, and that is The Counselor. It's rated R. Uh, rated R for uh, graphic violence, some grisly images, strong sexual content, and language. Because of this, I'm not going to see it because of the strong sexual content part of the R rating. Uh, and they've certainly hinted at and, and shown that there will be nudity in the trailers uh, so I'm not interested in seeing this film based on that, which is too bad because it looks like it could be a good film story-wise, although I'm not hearing good reviews about the film. So take that for what you will. Uh, the very short synopsis is a successful lawyer gets in over his head when he decides to dabble in the drug trade. Stars Michael Fassbender, Brad Pitt, Javier Bardem, Cameron Diaz, and Penelope Cruz. It is a drama suspense slash thriller according to the genre tags. Still in theaters are Gravity. Captain Phillips, Carrie, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2, Escape Plan, Prisoners, The Fifth Estate, and Rush. For more on how I feel about those films and whether or not I think you ought to see them, whether or not I have seen them, be sure to visit my article linked up in the show notes. Well, that's all I've got this week. If you'd like to view those show notes that I mentioned online, you can find those at moviebyte.com slash therap slash 53. If you would like to keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitter at TJDraperPro. You can also follow MovieBite on Twitter to stay up to date. We're at MovieBite. 
You can like MovieBite on Facebook as well at facebook.com slash MovieBite. Every article and everything that we do at MovieBite gets sent out to Facebook and we interact with folks there. Of course, be sure to visit the website where we keep you up to date every weekday at MovieBite.com. That's all I've got. Thanks for listening. Have a terrific weekend.